Autobots transform. <laughs> Well, hey, welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers Podcast Show. I'm Paul. I'm John. And today it is episode... All right, I can't eat another bite. I'm going to go pay the bill and take a big shit. Oh. You still do your little show and come meet me in the car. Yeah, today it is episode 18 of Transformers Energon. It is a tale of two heroes. This episode was written by Akira Okea, and the last time on Transformers Energon, Demolisher returned, and it turns out he was a dump truck. Uh, And on this episode, we're on the Miranda 2 again, and the Autobots have, uh, they were following like that, um, they, they find a Decepticon warp point is what they find. Yeah, and do you find that... Inferno really sounds like Cam Clark doing his voice. It isn't him, but it's uncanny. Like he was one of the guys in Akira. I forget which one. Leonardo and Ninja Turtles, Max uh, okay. Lance and Robotech. Yeah. Like he was Liquid Snake in the Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, ever sound like him? When when you said Leo in, in TMNT in Turtles, that yeah, I can hear that. Yep. But uh, Optimus thinks this might be a trap, and now we see Unicron's body. And boy, did they ever do some work on that! But. We hear Alpha Q, who was in Unicron's head, wasn't he? Flipping out over what happened with the Energon last time. And he says his head is spinning, so I guess he means figuratively instead of literally for once. I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, Yeah, although, like, which head? I I am so confused in these next few episodes as to, like, I didn't realize Megatron was, spoilers, in Unicron's body. And I was like, what happened to the old ship? But also Unicron's head. I'm still confused with the whole Unicron thing, to quote kicker down the road but uh yeah uh, alpha q sends scorpionok to go get more energon uh like getting through mate like uh through um the decepticons uh oh and then is rodimus there well yeah because oh, scorpionok's like uh yeah megatron still thinks i'm a loyal decepticon i'm like no he doesn't not even close man but and then he says something about how he's going to use rodimus and then alpha q's head literally starts spinning and yeah. it stops on reasonable face i call it he says that's a great idea off you go but don't fail me so then we go to kicker who's uh he and ironhide are like standing on the like deck or the top of the ship as it's zipping through space and oh, kicker starts worrying about that unicron thing like he hasn't mentioned it 12 times in the last six episodes yep <laughs> not sure what it is but he can somehow feel unicron getting stronger well that's because you can detect energon stupid that's what they're using to fix him what did you think they were using creepy glue creepy glue for all your sticking a blown to billions of bits planet-sized transformer back together needs there is not enough creepy glue in existence to stick a planet back together creepy glue does not work in outer space zero gravity or at all but then they get interrupted because uh, Rodimus shows up. But it, there was something so dumb here where, like, Kicker's like, what's that? And Hot, is it Hot Rod or Iron Heidi's with? It doesn't matter. But right away is like, it must be the Decepticons. And Kicker's like, oh, no, it's Rodimus. Like, if you waited two seconds, dude, you would have seen it's Rodimus. And you wonder why these Transformers are in a million-year-long war. But the, the stupidest thing is they recognize that it's Rodimus because look at the colors they're flying. There is a flag attached to this ship, <laughs> like an actual flag. cloth flag. Flag, <laughs> flapping in the wind in uh, space. Yeah. So Rodimus contacts Optimus is like, I want to talk to you with his very cool voice. Uh, someday I'm going to look up the voice actor. But Optimus says, all right, it must be important. We'll slow down. Full stop. <laughs> okay, dude, pick a lane. <laughs> not, not quite the same thing. They're related, but, you know, one's on the way to the other. But, yeah, so they stops the Rodimus can get on board, and Hotshot doesn't like this one bit. He thinks Rodimus, he thinks Rodimus is involved with Unicron, but he can't 
prove it, so Optimus tells him to can it then. But he, like, he had that whole thing. He could have said to them, hey, I confronted Broadimus, and he let Scorponok go, and I saw him working with Terracons. Instead, he just says, uh, it's just a feeling I have. <laughs> yes. Well, you know damn well what he's up to. But Rodimus' ship docks, and he and Prowl come aboard, and they need to talk privately with Optimus, so they bring Prowl and Inferno along, too. So I guess it's not... <laughs> Head private. Uh, so, so Rodimus, this is where we have some actual story, and I do like that there's a conflict between these two characters, although Rodimus is going to come out of this sounding like a chump. But he explains to Optimus that uh, Unicron has the power to create life and bring life back, and Alpha Q is trying to bring him back so that Unicron can bring back Alpha Q's home planet, which Unicron originally destroyed. And Optimus, I feel weird saying this, very wisely counters with, that's an idiotic idea. Yeah, they don't think they can trust Alpha Q. And they can't. They still need to destroy Unicron because if he's revived, all hell will break loose. And Rodimus is like, man, you're not listening. Unicron's only dangerous in the wrong hands. That's why we need to deal with Megatron first. Megatron can't get him. And uh, now on the bridge, kicker. Oh, oh, sorry, Paul. Poor, sorry, Paul. Uh, we also learn in this scene that, according to Optimus, Megatron is my number one priority. Although <laughs> I had thought it was Unicron, and I had thought it was finding Energon, and for a little while I thought it was finding two receivers at the opposite ends of the galaxies at the edge of the solar <laughs> system. But who knows? I guess it's Megatron now. But yeah, now on the bridge, Kicker asks Inferno how Optimus and Rodimus know each other, and Inferno just tells him the same story Hotshot told him seven episodes <laughs> ago, and Inferno has no idea how long they've known each other, but he knows they respect each other. Well, you didn't answer the question, man. You could have just said, I don't know. Like, I don't know although at that point, that really makes me wonder, what did he say in the original Japanese version? Was yeah. it just another dumb reiteration of the same story? Or did he say something cool? It doesn't matter. We go back to Optimus and Rodimus. Um, oh, this is when Rodimus lays out that, hey, I, I want to bring uh, Alpha Q's planet back. I promised him. And uh, Optimus says, no, get out. They leave. And at that point, Ironhide overhears Rodimus and Prowl talking about Alpha Q. And he's like, I'm going to follow them. Mm -hmm. And now we're outside the ship and Kicker walks up to Ironhide and thinks that because he has an Energon star, he must be up to something. He must be going after Rodimus, who will lead him to Alpha Q or Alpha Q. The, the, Alpha the stress Q. on the first syllable. Yeah, it's uh, so uh, this was one of those moments where I was like, I'm going to time this, aren't I? Because <laughs> it, when, when Kicker walks out, Ironhide is watching Rodimus's ship lift off. It is into space. And then they talk for a while, and Kicker's like, hey, I figured you want to go after it. Oh, is it that obvious? He sounds like a Californian. <laughs> Kicker, what are you doing here? <laughs> but he, Kicker's like, well, yeah, you better take this. Oh, by the way, I just have Megatron's sword now for no reason. Yeah. Uh, take this, too. And it takes them a minute and 45 seconds after <laughs> Rodimus' ship has lifted off and flown away before Ironhide actually tries to jump on it. Yep, and he... Gets as close to teary-eyed as an Autobot can before he leaves. But yeah, he flies off to Rodimus' ship. And when he gets there, immediately Rodimus has him on the cameras. And Landmine remembers him as the guy that tried to fight him at Mars the other day. But Rodimus is like, ah, don't worry about him. He's no threat. Oh, I said earlier that uh, Kicker gave uh, Ironhide Megatron's sword. He gave him the Star Saber that... The, the thing that the yellow sword yeah Who knows? there's too many sabers of swords but uh yeah so after rodimus uh the autobots sh their ship the miranda 2 shows up and they finally see unicron and he looks like 
Unicron, I'd say. Yep, that's what it looks like now. And Kicker heard it was big, but until you see it yourself, you don't realize how huge it is. And I just want her Beast Machine's rat trap to lean and go, that's what she said. But no, when Hotshot <laughs> turns his head at the 10 minute mark, <laughs> yeah, anyway. Uh, he tells Kecker he should be scared of Unicron and it could consume the universe if it wanted to. They, they talk a bit in the bridge, but then we go to um, Ironhide, who is uh, holding on to Rodimus' ship and it's flying close to Unicron. He starts to realize he made a huge fucking mistake and I think commercial break. Yeah, uh, before that, though, um, uh, Hotshot figures out that, you know, Ironhide has gone oh, off yeah. on himself and he immediately <laughs> like reports this. it to Optimus. Forget about that. <laughs> no, he doesn't just report it to Optimus because Kicker's like, hey, look, Ironhide did this thing. Don't tell anybody, okay? And Hot Rod's like, sure. Boop. Hey, Optimus. Ironhide <laughs> just <laughs> left. Kicker's like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, I'm sorry, dude. I got a job. It's been some... So it's like, <laughs> Which... I get it on, like, I understand your point of view, but I, I got a job to do, yeah. Yeah. But when we come back, we're with the Decepticons, and Starscream reports the Autobot ship to Megatron, but Megatron's like, just leave the Autobots alone. Soon Unicron will be waking up, and the Autobots will be his first target. Okay, so Megatron is in Unicron, right? In, in his body, yeah. So he expects Unicron to wake up and on his own accord kill the Autobots, but he's... So he's not controlling him yet, or he's not going to try to, or is he... Whatever. Um, although, here, here's the funny part here, uh, is that, yeah, Megatron says, hey, don't do anything, and then we cut to the Decepticons attacking the ship. Yes! <laughs> yeah, Snowcat, Demolisher, and Tidal Wave are attacking the Autobot ship, but maybe he was only talking to Starscream, and they didn't pass on the message, and these guys just noticed the ship on their own? I don't know. But Optimus That should gets... be the title of this. This show shouldn't just be called Transformers Energon. It should be called Transformers Energon, I don't know, maybe? <laughs> but Optimus gets outside and tells Kicker to scram, and he forms Voltron, and everybody's in the usual spot again, and he flies off, and Kicker tells Misha to release the Energon. Not just release the Energon, release the Energon to help Ironhide because he needs our help. How is that going to help Ironhide? We'll never know! And back at Unicron's head, Ironhide starts looking for Rodimus. He thinks he went this away, and watching this is Alpha Q, and Rodimus assures him that Ironhide's harmless and probably just wants to meet Alpha Q, and don't worry, we'll protect you if he tries anything. I love that uh, Ironhide, he's got a line where he's, he looks around, he's like, I, I gotta get out of here. Uh, maybe I should find Rodimus. Like, he, he's, there's so much in this episode specifically, it happens a lot, but in this episode, it's everywhere, of somebody saying one thing, and then the next line yeah. is the opposite. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. Okay, I'm gonna go further in. Hey, we're gonna slow down. Alright, full stop. It's just throughout this episode. But uh, now we find out why Rodimus wants to help Alpha Q. It's because it was the Autobots' job to protect the universe, but Alpha Q's planet was just too far away, and he feels responsible that Unicron came along and ate it. So he feels responsible that an a third party attacked somebody not affiliated with him outside of his jurisdiction. And yeah. he's now going to put the fucking universe at risk to resolve this problem he has nothing to do with. Well, Prowl's even like, really? Are you fucking serious? Yeah. That's your reason? And Alpha Q sends Scorponok to go get Ironhide and they'll have to test him out first to see if he'll be of any use. Yeah, so Ironhide's walking through the Kinder Surprise egg area and uh, he... <laughs> It's so dumb. He's like, oh, I, I just got to get up to the other end there. Well, as long as they didn't wake up, I'll be okay. And he starts walking. He's like, oh, they woke up. Well, what are the chances? And then he just gets attacked by Dinobots. Yep. And this time they transform and they use their 
tails as swords. It's kind of cool. And it was kind of cool, yeah. One of them knocks the star saber that isn't the star saber from his hands, and because he forgot he has guns, they get him pinned against more eggs. And then we go to a scene with Kicker that I'm pretty sure Ironhide wrote because it's got the <laughs> intelligence of the fucking Californians. It's like, what if he kicked Energon? What if he threw it into space? Because, <laughs> yeah, Misha launches the Energon, which Kicker jumps off the ship, grabs a piece of, and throws towards Unicron. Why didn't he just launch it towards Unicron? But anyway, the Terracons fly after it, as they do, right? They're drawn to it. And Inferno blasts it, and the explosion destroys the Terracons. Here's the reason that they couldn't just launch it, is because Kicker wanted to do it, because Kicker's M.O. is, I want to do it! Me! <laughs> so they couldn't just launch it. I want to throw it myself! I can do it! <laughs> so they do that, it blows up, and this is somehow supposed to help Ironhide, who's yes. somewhere else entirely. And then at the end of this whole thing, Kicker's like, well, Ironhide's on his own. I guess he made a dumb, <laughs> like, what, then why did you do any? Oh, fuck you, Kicker. Fuck you to death. But back with Bonehead, one of the Terracons rips <laughs> off his Energon star, and that did it. Now he's really mad. He throws them off and starts blasting, which blows up everything in the room except him. Yeah. It's, wait, is this when Scorponok shows up? Well, well, he gets out, and like there's smoke coming out behind him, and he gets the star saber that isn't the star saber back, and yeah, Scorponok is waiting for him. This made me laugh out. They, okay, they talk a lot. Uh, there's actually a couple of great moves where Ironhide comes up and Scorponok just punches him into the ground twice in a row, knocks yeah. him back, like kicks his ass. And then Ironhide like grabs him and he's like, why won't you tell me what's going on? What is the energy jump for? Where's Alpha Q going? What is he going to do with Unicron? Like peppers him with a half a dozen questions. Tell me something. And then punches Scorponok. Scorponok and knocks himself out? Well, yeah, because he shines his spotlight or headlights or something into Scorponok's eyes, and then he has this kind of really cool grin, and then he just punches his fucking mouth loose, but and then lands on him, but he's unconscious too, I guess? But no, not too, because Scorponok talks, and then Scorponok ends up carrying him back to Alpha Q. He punches Scorponok onto his ass, and lands on top of him, and goes unconscious, and I don't understand that. Yeah, he brings him into, uh, Scorponok brings Ironhide into Alpha Q on his shoulder and so, tells Alpha Q, ah, oh, we can trust him, he passed the test. I mean, the test being destroying all your Terracons. Never mind Rodimus' reason for wanting to help Alpha Q, it's too stupid to worry about. Hotshot asks where Ironhide went and Kicker plays dumb, but Hotshot figures it out, and after all, he did some stupid shit when he was young too. Well, you weren't that much younger when you went to Mars by yourself, Hotshot, without telling anyone three episodes ago, and got shot by the guy who you think might be involved with Unicron. Man, he flat out told you he wanted the Autobots to back off in their attempt to destroy Unicron. You know he's involved. Why didn't you mention it then? Ironhide, Skyblast, and Kicker were there too and saw him shoot you. They could have backed you up. Then in this one, Rodimus himself tells Otimus that he doesn't want the Autobots to destroy Unicron and uses the Terrorcons as an example of the life Alpha Q can create with Unicron. Like, what the hell kind of example is that? To convince someone that Alpha Q's intentions are benevolent, mindless, semi-dangerous Energon thieves? They're literally called Terrorcons. Well, Optimus completely misses that angle because he's a fucking idiot, but he still doesn't trust Alpha Q, and then Ironhide overhears Rodimus pretty much admit he's working... Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show, A Tale of Two Heroes. Paul, what would you think of these zeros? Well, it was a tale of poor translation is all I can hope. I, I, I can only hope the Japanese version of the show is better, just... 
Uh, it was it was not done well. No, it wasn't so much a tale of two heroes as it was on the caliber of a poorly translated pamphlet of two heroes. <laughs> I'm leaving just the part where Jetfire asks Hotshot, oh, do you have any evidence about your suspicions about Rodimus? He should have just said, yeah, I do. Like, Rodimus shot me in the fucking face the other day on Mars. <laughs> and Kicker could have said, yeah, I watched him do it. And Iron could have said, yeah, and I watched Ironhide watch him do it. Or I watched Kicker watch Kicker, him do yeah. it. But, yeah, oh, Rodimus nice. is is a, a chump and an insufferable idiot. Like, I, I like the character. He looks cool. Love the voice. But his motivations are, he might as, they've got the intelligence of just standing there and punching yourself in the face all day. He, like, what are you doing, dude? You know what I realized is that we are now in the same story as we were in Armada, which is the awakening of Unicron. Who can awaken him or control him or yada, yada, yada. We just now have Rodimus in the mix. There's n- we, we have lost the story of Energon cities and all that jazz, yeah. and we're now just back to Unicron waking up and destroying the universe. I've done this already. Well, kind of the... The the one angle of that I kind of like is there's a lot less humans. That is, yes, and it has been the saving grace uh, for this series, although I got bad news for you in the next episode, buddy. <laughs> uh, anyway, if you want to see some bad news, you can find us on Twitter. I'm... Okay, we'll wrap it up. Um, uh, yo, yeah, you can email the show, uh, transformersnitpickers at gmail.com. Yeah, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with. Tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. You can tell them that they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next episode, keep on transforming. See you later. Don't fail me.